Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 16th of June and on this day in Christian history. We go back to the year 1833. We travel to France, at least to the sea around France. The young Anglican priest, John Henry Newman, was travelling on a ship from Italy to France when he wrote the words to him, Lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom. Originally an evangelical priest in the Church of England, Newman, a very gifted communicator, had become the select preacher at Oriel College at Oxford University. However, a difference with the head of the college, as to the substantially religious nature of a college tutorship, became acute and prompted his resignation. Newman then accompanied a friend and his son on a tour in southern Europe to recover the son's ill health. They visited Gibraltar, Malta, the Ionian Islands and subsequently Sicily, Naples and Rome. In a letter home, he described Rome as the most wonderful place on earth. But the Roman Catholic Church as polytheistic, degrading and idolatrous. His subsequent conversion to the Catholic Church at great personal cost would indicate that he moved away from those quite strident views. Instead of accompanying his friends home in April, Newman returned to Sicily alone. He felt dangerously ill with typhoid fever at Leonfort, and he recovered after about three weeks, with the conviction that God still had work for him to do in England. He later referred to it as a providential illness. Leaving Palermo for Marseille in an orange boat, it became becalmed in the Strait of Bonifacio. And it was here that Newman wrote the verses Lead Kindly Light, which later became very popular as a hymn. He describes how he came about came to it after his recovery. Before starting From my inn, I sat down on my bed and began to sob bitterly. My servant, who had acted as my nurse, asked what ailed me, and I could only answer, I have a work to do in England. I was aching to get home. Yet for want of a vessel, I was kept at Palermo for three weeks. I began to visit the churches, and they calmed my impatience, though I did not attend any services. At last I got off in an orange boat, bound for Marseille, and we were becalmed for a whole week in the Straits of Bonifacio. And it was there that I wrote the lines, Lead Kindly Light, which has since become so well known. It became a hymn of four verses, and the first verse reads, Lead Kindly Light amidst the encircling gloom. Lead thou me on. The night is dark and I am far from home. Lead thou me on. Keep thou my feet. I do not ask thee the distant scene. One step enough for me. Returning to Oxford, Newman became drawn to the high church tradition of Anglicanism and active in the Oxford movement who wished to return the Church of England to many of the Catholic beliefs and liturgical rituals from before the Reformation. In this, the movement had some success. 
and Newman started, apparently on his own initiative, the Tracts for the Times, from which the movement was subsequently named Tractarian. Its aim was to secure for the Church of England a definitive base of doctrine and discipline. After publishing his controversial Tract 90 in 1841, Newman later wrote, I was on my deathbed as regards my membership of the Anglican Church. An interval of two years then elapsed before Newman was received into the Catholic Church on the 9th of October 1845 by Dominic Barbary, an Italian Passionist. The personal consequences for Newman of his conversion were great. He suffered broken relationships with his family and friends, and attitudes to him within his Oxford circle became polarised. He joined the Oratorians and continued writing and visited Oxford after an interval of 32 years, when his old college elected him an honorary fellow on the same day that Pope Pius IX died. Pius had mistrusted Newman, but his successor, Pope Leo XIII, was encouraged by the Duke of Norfolk and other prominent English Catholic laymen to make Newman a cardinal, despite the fact that he was neither a bishop nor resident in Rome. Lead Kindly Light has made a big cultural impression. Perhaps most poignantly, at the largest mining disaster in the Durham coal field at the West Stanley Colliery in the northeast of England, known locally as the Burns Pit, where 168 men and boys lost their lives as a result of two underground explosions. However, a group of 34 men and boys in the Tilly Seam had found a pocket of clean air, led by Deputy Mark Henderson. Unfortunately, a few of them panicked and they left the group and died instantly after inhaling the poison gas. The remainder sat in almost total darkness for 14 hours. And when one of them began humming the hymn, Lead Kindly Light, in no time at all, the rest of the miners joined in with the words. Lead Kindly Light amidst the encircling gloom, Lead thou me on, the night is dark and I am far from home. These 26 men were rescued after 14 hours. In other extreme situations, Lead Kindly Light was sung by a soloist, Marion Wright, on the Titanic. During him singing, led by the Revist Ernest C. Carter, shortly after the ocean liner had struck the iceberg in 1912, also in the trenches in the First World War, and by the sister of Corrie Ten Boom and other women as they were led by the SS guards to the Ravensbrück concentration camp during the Holocaust. The hymn was reportedly also a favourite of Mahatma Gandhi. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the pardoning of one of the toll puddle martyrs, George Loveless. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Visit us on www.pogp.net 
And if you'd like to contact us to request a topic or ask any questions, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are. Thanks for listening.